All right, we're recording. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Where we take our group chats and bring them out to real life conversations. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Six Emmy Nominations, a.k.a. We Already Got a Couple Emmys, a.k.a. We Already Got a Couple of Grammys, a.k.a. Producers Produce. And uh, I'm the smug dude, love at first smug, the storyteller, a.k.a. I I almost ain't make it on here tonight. (laughs) AKA I forgot to press record. <laughs> AKA this is the second take. AKA that's the A Young already of the night. Yeah, that's A-Young. the A Young. A Young. I can say I can save that long story I just told too. <laughs> um, so all right. So here we go. Yeah. What's up? Where where can they find us? Yeah, y'all, if y'all listening, but make sure your friends. Uh, we on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, also, we on Instagram and Twitter at Unlimited Text Pod, uh, and also Unlimited Text Pod at Gmail. Uh, we need some of y'all to step up. Thirty-seven thousand listeners. We got uh, back-to-back questions from our same uh, listener this week. So step y'all game up, man. Biddle, biddle yeah, three zero one. We're gonna get to biddle in a little while, but first, we gotta give a couple of shout-outs this week. Just just a couple of shout-outs. Who is your crew? What's the criteria for that? Well, all right. So the first shout out is uh to my grandmother who turned ninety eight years old today. Oh, okay. All right. Damn. Yeah, yeah ninety eight. Yeah, like that's, uh, a, long that's, that's time. a big that's a big, big number right there, man. That's a big number. I talked called and spoke to her today. You know, she was she was doing good. She was happy as she always is because she was eating. What was Parents she eating? Were, some some kind of seafood. They went uh, oh, okay. anybody on the East Coast, y'all know that spot, Blue Dolphin. You know that's where they be at all the time. So they go all the way out there. Yeah, they love that Blue Dolphin, man. Anybody anybody in that Maryland area, you know about that about that Blue Dolphin. But uh, yeah, so happy birthday, big big nine eight today. I told her, I said you turned twenty one today. She was like nah thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> so second shout out to our man uh, Ronnie from the Shy. Show on Showtime, took a couple, took a couple, took one to the dome, one to the chest, man. R.I.P. to Ronnie, man. You know, you had a, you, you had a great story arc on the shot. Yeah. Well, like I said, Ronnie was a, uh, he was, he was walking dead anyway. Yeah. 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 But you know, it, I, it was him, sad, though. man. Cause yeah. he, he, he had a smile on his face and he, he's about to get him a little bit too, man. <laughs> so that you, you can't get shot when you're about to get you a little bit. That, that, that's heartbreaking. Man. Yeah. He, he was, he was really about to, uh, about to shine yeah. on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had that big man. He he had just had some barbecue. He had some barbecue too. You can't and, kill a man after he has some and barbecue. They, and they called him a legend. Yeah, man. Man has don't don't shoot a man after he has some barbecue, man. But uh yeah, and then the last one is gonna be uh for uh our newly nominated vice president Kamala Harris, the uh first woman of color to be nominated for the uh vice president of the United States of America. Congratulations. Shout out Shout out to Kamala. And also, I was reminded uh, by a friend of mine, a co-worker of mine this week, that Kamala and I had hung out before at a uh, 
show in D.C. a couple of years ago, you know, backstage, you know, her and her, and her husband, Doug. You know, that's what I call him, Doug. So how, how did you we hang out? Ho, ho, ho. So oh, my bad. You said her husband, Doug, and you were hanging out in Kamala? I mean, you know, me, Doug, Kamala, you know, we was, you know, we, we was back there. So I mean, how did you have to be reminded of that? I mean, because two two years ago, I mean, like, I wasn't tripping. Oh, I see. She wasn't yeah. like, you know, presidential candidate. No, nah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I, there, there's more to the story. I, I, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you a little more about it in, in the Wellington. All right. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Kamala and, you know, it's, it's been some slanderous stuff going on about Kamala and what she did in the state of California. So I'm going to make a point to kind of point out some of the positive things that she's done. And she was the first person to create a program which worked with low-level drug offenders to get them access to education and jobs rather than prison time. This was called Back on Track Program, which she created in 2004. So just a little, little bit about what's going on with Kamala and what she was doing in the state of California trying to help, help low-level drug offenders. So. Question of the week from listener Biddle301. again. Biddle 301. Biddle got great question questions too, boy. Yeah, you know, but uh, 37,000 listeners, you know, unlimited text pod at Gmail, Instagram, Twitter, hit us up. You know, we like Biddle's questions, but, you know, we ain't trying to have to pay Biddle co-hosts money now if he's going to be at, or he or she's going to be asking questions every week. There you go with that he again, man. We don't, oh, yeah, we so, don't, we, we're unsure yeah, of. Uh, I, I apologize, Biddle. Biddle 301. So the question from Biddle this week, They've never really, I've never really traveled. Where are the best places that you've been in America and the world? All right. So for me, the world, my favorite so far abroad, I've actually been abroad a few times. Um, I did a study abroad actually um, in Spain. That's how I finished school. That was a great opportunity. Um, CDC, my wife, I was, uh, you know, dating her at the time. So basically, if uh, if I if I wasn't homesick, I would probably still be there. I think I had a little resume floating and everything, trying to learn okay. Spanish the best that I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I, I I I loved that place. That was a great spot, man. It was yeah, cool. I've heard I've heard stories about Spain. Yeah, yeah. And look, so one of the things, the highlights of the whole trip, is because I was there during the summer. So right. in the summer, they have the uh, running of the bulls in Pamplona. Right. You've probably seen that, right? Mm-hmm. you probably never seen a black person. Never there, seen a black man yeah, there. I ain't, I ain't never seen a black man. Well, I was there. Oh, I was man. there. I got, fi- I got to find the photos of that. Man. And, and, and look, as soon as we get there in this town, so their population in this town in Pamplona, 10,000 residents, 600,000 people come there for this festival and, you know, for this, this, this running. Right. So they have concerts and everything like that. And there's no hotels for all those people to be there. You know, they're not equipped for this thing, right? Right. First thing we do when we get there is we go look for cardboard. And we make ourselves a little town uh, in the park. And we slept uh, <laughs> in, the, in the park for three days. Okay. Um, so now that was a great opportunity because I got a chance to see, you know, that whole country. Like, you know, just travel, travel all over. I would say... The next thing that I did was recent, um, a few years ago, got a chance to go to Africa, right? South Africa, which was, was, was really dope. Um, 
we did a uh, uh, safari, right? We rebuilt a school while we were there, so we got a chance to get into the community and see the people and stuff. And then we went to uh, Cape Town okay. uh, on the way, you know, on the way back. But going through to get to Africa, we stopped in Amsterdam. Um, we stayed for a couple of days. I wish I would have had a little bit more time there. Right. Not for the reasons you think, though. But <laughs> Where else would you go? I mean, but yeah. And then on the way back, we stopped in uh, Paris. And we were okay. only there for like a day. And I regret that. I wish I could have stayed there longer because I thought that was a pretty cool place. Um, you know, got a chance to do the Eiffel Tower, all the tourist thing. But I think there's a whole... Uh, uh, community and life outside of that tourist thing in in, right. in, in Paris, right. and I would I would love to see that. So like you know abroad, that's um those have been my favorite trips that I've taken. Yeah, so for me it would be uh was it was kind of this whole trip, but Amsterdam, I did like a weekend about seventy two hours in Amsterdam, which was basically three days of sleeping about eight hours over three days. It was just, we were just out in the city. I mean, that's just a, just a wild city. 20s, like operational 24 hours. It felt like, um, and then London, you know, I went to London and I was visiting a friend and the friend was like, Oh, I, I can't really, you know, hang out with you tomorrow. So you should probably do the tour. And, you know, I, I, I ain't want to do no damn tour. I don't, I don't like doing, doing tours, but I, I did a tour of London, man. And I was amazed at the history uh, just how old that city is, you know, just like America's a couple hundred years old. And they were telling stories about, you know, fires that burned down all of London in like 1600, and like the whole city just burned down. And then it was talking about like how the city had been destroyed in one of the world wars with all the bombing. It's just, it's just amazing. Like it's not something you think about doing those tours, but I recommend that too. Man, anytime you go to a city, like just do, do the bus tour, you know, like I, Two things I like to do. I like to do the bus tour now. And I like to go to the hood. Like those are just two things I like to do. Oh yeah. I, I like I, I like to touch the hood. I like to go to the hood and just see what the hood is like. But I hit a barbershop yeah, everywhere I go. Yeah, for real. Yeah, every yeah, in, the yeah. U, in the U.S. Yeah. Not yeah. not I didn't do that overseas. But yeah. But in the U.S., every place I travel, I either go to a golf course mm-hmm. or a barbershop. Yeah. Nah, I mean, it's 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 like I said. I mean, I it's one of my biggest regrets is that I, I didn't travel. I had the opportunity to travel a lot, like right in college and right after college. Cause I had a really good friend of mine who was like from London, from Germany, from Africa and kept saying, yo, come over, come, you know, come over, come over. And I, you know, I was, a, I was an ignorant American at that point. I was like, man, I'm going to Miami or I'm going to Vegas. Like why, why I want to go overseas. And then I went and I was like, damn, I wish I had gone more. Cause it's just so much to learn. But Oh yeah. Yeah. When it comes to America, I would say my favorite city is probably New Orleans. Just overall, just New the Orleans food, is and the atmosphere is yeah, just food is just great. amazing. Yeah, just in terms of hanging out, going to a club or something, then it's probably MIA three hundred five. I've never Rick been Bronson to Miami. Him in the building. Never, What'd you say? I've never been to Miami. Hey, hey, Dominic, hit hit pause on this. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, Dom, just cut it I, cut I, it down, I've Dominic. Been, I don't even want you to hear that. Man. I've been I, don't, a lot I don't want you to look at this dude differently, man. Yeah, been a lot of places. I did a layover in Miami on my way to um, Costa Rica. That's the closest. Yeah, turn turn this down, Nick. This man just claimed a layover, man. Yeah, just Nick. That's just, all just, I just had. Hit, hit fast forward, Nick. I don't want you to hear this, man. 
Yep, that's 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 all I got. So uh, you I'm said Rick Ross you, you. you said New Orleans and Miami. Yeah, okay. I think New Orleans just like just for like a lot. I don't like Vegas. I don't know. I just yeah, Vegas. Vegas is just it, whatever. You, uh, yeah, just kind of but, but glorified but, Atlantic City. Yeah, and it doesn't have to me. Vegas don't have a culture either. Right. You know, like New Orleans has a culture, man, and like it's the same thing, man. Everybody's so friendly, and then again, you go go touch the hood and even like i said you do the tour then the history i mean even the last time i just went and you know talking about katrina and everything that happened down there and just the history of new orleans like you know those that's the thing about traveling biddle please travel if you haven't traveled man it, it'll it's definitely the best thing you can do in life is to expand your horizons and not not just stay in your little area no doubt no doubt so i would say uh biddle i'll leave you with this like for me uh, my f- favorite U.S. trips that I've taken, aside from like some you know little golf joints that I've done, I think um, one of my favorites was New York City. We did the yeah. whole tourist thing. I know, I know, it's a little smelly and you know <laughs> it's crowded and people think they're like that and you know a lot of competition. <laughs> I heard you talk about. Would you say the hot dog stand man thinks yeah, he's the man. best hot dog like, listen, pers- uh, maker in the world? I don't have a problem with New York, like the visit, but I've 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 shot stuff in New York, and it's just a pain in the ass, man, because it's park. no place to park. It's just it's just hard to maneuver people around New York. It's just a pain. And then, man, it's like I said, man, it's like the dude that works at the hot dog stand on the corner. If you go up to him, he thinks he's the greatest hot dog stand worker in the history of the world. Like he just. <laughs> And everybody in New York kind of don't matter what their job is, they just they think the they're best the best that's ever done in the world. And that you know, that's cool. I, I you know, we kind of talked about it last week, confidence, but it's annoying when you're the hot dog, man. I'm just I'm just gonna be honest that's with you. That's funny. Man, well, my kids love that trip. We did it through um over spring break. Okay. The whole tourist thing. We took the train up, got off the train, got a it's called a you know, taxi to the uh hotel. Right. Stayed in the hotel. We didn't have a car or anything, so we walked. We took, you know, public transportation at that time. They had Uber and stuff like that. We did Aladdin on Broadway. Did all the shopping. Got on the hop on, hop off bus. Went through the, you know, all the boroughs and stuff like that. Like it was right. a, it was a pretty cool trip just to see, you know, the city because I had never been intimate with New York and like had an opportunity. Like I've been in and out of the city like for a party or an event or something like that. Right. But never spent like any any significant time there, so that was cool. And my last trip, my favorite was uh, CDC, um, and I we were in Colorado, okay, uh, Denver. So we we flew in uh, into Denver. I we experienced all four seasons while we were there in October. <laughs> we got there. Um, it was in October, two thousand five. So we get there, seventy degrees, right? Right. By the time we leave. Four days later, 16 inches of snow. Damn. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. So, uh, so yeah, Biddle, you got to, you know, travel. Just find a yeah, place dude. and, uh, yeah, and get just there. See something, Biddle, man. It's, it's, I mean, like you said, I have Colorado. Just, it's a lot of beautiful states in this country, man. Like, it's just, 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 just get out, man. Like, I don't know where you live, but don't. Don't be one of those people that, man, I've uh, I've only been to the Poconos of Miami. Don't, don't be one of those people. Because then, right. you know what? You'll get the A-Young. Speaking of which, A-Young. 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 Can you believe I forgot to hit record? 
<laughs> that's the A Young. That is the A Young. I had a. I, so I know everybody likes to hear my stories. I had a, yeah, yeah, a, a yeah, great yeah, story. Yeah. It was a little long. So I'm, yeah, Young. I'm tired and I'm going to spare you with that one. Yeah, but yeah, like, Young. Come on, man. A Young. Can you just believe I look? Because I, I, I could have sworn I had it and then I looked yeah. down and, and I didn't, I I didn't you, see the I counter said, on there. I said, make sure, yeah, we can't do a double tape in the night. I said, hey, and you was like, nah, we good. I mean, thankfully, we only made it through the A Young. <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, I would have quit and we wouldn't, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, there would have yeah, been nah, no nah, podcast nah, coming out. Nah, nah, I'd had to explain. I'd had to explain that in the morning. Yeah, we'd come up with a good story, though. So a young smug dude forgot to hit record. All right. Yeah, I need you to score 50 again tonight. Tell us about that Rona. All right, that Rona, we uh just passed 100. Your favorite subject, by the way. Yeah, yeah, nah, man. I'm 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 over it. 170,000 dead. Uh Florida just passed 10,000 deaths joining New York, Texas, California, New Jersey. Uh we are literally losing about 1,000 people a day uh to the coronavirus actually. A friend of my dad's uh, passed away last week uh, to that Rona, man. Just just feels like we're actually becoming kind of desensitized to it when you think about a, a, a thousand people uh, dying a day. I think yesterday it was like 1,300 people. And like I said, we've just passed 170,000. And you talk about 10,000 deaths in some of those major, major states in the country. It feels like I don't know. I mean, those those states are pretty large, but it feels like if you got 10,000 deaths in, in those major states, it feels like that's touching everybody in those states. Right. Like somebody of that 10,000 knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody if it's not somebody really close to them. Yeah. And yeah, man. Just I don't know. It, it's weird. It, it's weird how it's. Obviously, like this week is the Democratic National uh, Convention, but it's just weird. It doesn't feel like a thousand people dying a day of this virus is leading the news anymore, which is, again, it's just weird to me. Yeah. And it's, uh, the, the cases are steadily rising. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, they're steadily rising and that this, this is definitely not what's in the news right now. Nah, it's weird. Yeah. And, uh, in Wuhan, China, where the virus actually started, they're basically back to normal. Because they locked down or people were already using masks. They actually, I watched the video, they had a pool party with thousands of people in Wuhan, which is where this virus started. Like, they just, they like back, like, yo, they ain't never been here. Pool and party 30, with mask on or without mask? I ain't Nah, they was just. Just out? Just a regular they party? They out. Yeah, they was just out. Pool party. Like, anybody from the Maryland area looked look like Wild World, man. That, that pool was packed. And they had 3,900 people die. And that's where the virus started. And we're at 170,000. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, like I said, it's, it's just weird. That, I mean, I know obviously it's, it's a political season. So it's, you know, about to be an election. So I feel like that's part of it. But 1,000 people dying a day, it just uh, it just feels like it should be more more discussion about it. And I, and I know last week, uh, my wife and I, we went on a little like a little date well, it wasn't a day trip because we stayed stayed in by the beach for the weekend. And the thing that was kind of hitting me the whole weekend is um, 
it's crazy that now we literally are in a place where, you know, we went, we went to a hotel, but we really, you know, we couldn't go anywhere to get anything to eat. We went to pick food up, but it's just crazy that now we live in the, we're, we're at the point where when you go outside, you got to have a mask on. Right. And it's just like, it's, it's not, it's still not, it's still not what you're completely used to. Cause I still call it the double back where you go somewhere and you'll see somebody get out their car and they double back cause they forgot the mask. <laughs> So it's not it's not completely, you know, it's not completely ingrained in us, but it's damn near ingrained. Like I said, the double back means like, damn, I forgot my mask. Uh, you know what you see when you go to a store or something, you park is at least going to be two or three people you see do the double back. Like, damn, I forgot the mask. Yeah. But that's where we are at man, right now. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, I got nothing to say about the Corona anymore. I'm uh, I'm done with the Corona. Uh, I'm just waiting for that vaccination to come out. <laughs> You're going to take that. That Russian one is out. I'm taking the George Mason University one. Nah, nah. You, got, you said you're going to take the first vaccine. Russia said No, I didn't good. say the first one. Nah, you nah. nah the they first. only tested, what, like 75 people? Hey, man, Russia, they say it's good, man. Holler, holler at them. Uh-uh, holler nah, at Russia. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And we can't say <laughs> Russia on here anymore, man. I don't wanna, oh, my bad. My bad. want to get bad. hacked or anything like that. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Russia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we going to. Uh, now, this one's uh, dope, though. This, this yeah. is funny. Yeah, last week the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, it could have been. Seattle Seahawks cut Kima Siverin after he was caught on a video trying to sneak a female visitor into the hotel. So the way they caught it was he tried to dress her in a Seattle Seahawks like hoodie and hat uh, so they he could sneak her in. Uh, busted and cut the next day. So his his and he was he was a undrafted rookie or lowly drafted rookie so his, his career is probably over uh because he was trying to sneak some in <laughs> career's over man but listen man it's the rona and you know the seattle seahawks doing man they had to cut him because hey man we can't be having you bring that thing up in here with russell wilson up in here man. yeah yeah and then russell get that jump to sierra, sierra? nah yeah. man come yeah. on man you can't be you can't be spreading that Rona like that, man. I wonder, though, if Russell would have snuck Sierra up in there where he had gotten cut, though. Shh. Nah, because they, they put she oh, well, sneak her in. She, she, she come in through the front door. No yeah. question. No question. Nah, nah. It's supposed, supposed to be no outside people. But, yeah, I'm sure she came in. She, if she want to come in, it's going to come in through the front door. Yeah. He uh he put a disguise on her, though. Yeah, that's the job. Yeah, he tried to dress up like it was like it was Three's Company or something, like it was a sitcom. Yeah, that's what Rona got people doing these days, making all kinds of bad decisions. So his hey, his man. career is is pretty much done before Pro- it started. Probably gonna be over, man. Like, I mean, because honestly, it's you can't trust them. You can't trust them, like dog. Like we trying to put together, like everybody's got to make a sacrifice for us to be able to play football this year. And you've been in the training camp for a week, and you you couldn't go a week, bro. Yeah, flight risk. You you yeah, you can't couldn't trust them, man. Couldn't trust them. Wow, wow. Career and, over, man. Just uh. and, and he can't and they, even. He don't have an opportunity to really prove himself either. So it's not nah, like that's and you can't trust him. Like he he's definitely not gonna get picked up this year because what team is gonna risk this Rona dude up in that team? So he he definitely not getting signed this year. I couldn't even imagine what his thing was like, man. I just man, <laughs> I just, hey, just I, imagine I just having to call your friends and tell. Well, you don't oh, even call just your imagine friends. Imagine having to just, call home to your mom and just yeah, be like, that joke I got just cut. ESPN, and you know your mom be like, I bet you it was what's her name. <laughs> I bet you. you know, mom ain't like the girl anyway. 
your whole life you've been wanting to make the league, and then you got you got a the walk of shame home. Yeah, man, his mom hate that girl. Yeah, yeah, he can't. He he ain't never gonna be able to marry that girl because his mom ain't never gonna forgive her. What um never gonna forgive her. What's up with the postal service? I know we yeah, we've been getting so mail. We get mail every day. Yeah, well, you lucky, man. The Postmaster General announced that they will suspend any changes until after the election amid concerns of handling of what's been going off the mail. Yeah, I mean, well, y'all lucky because we get mail. I say we get mail two, three times a week. Actually, speaking of which, I mailed my grandmother's uh, birthday card. Usually, I mail it a couple of days before, but I knew what was going on, so I tried to send it a little bit early. She still ain't get that junk, man. That's That's crazy. If you oh, got mail something, you've been that jump way early. Nah, I checked the day. She didn't get it for her birthday. So Oh wow. Yeah, we see Thank, Thanks, Postmaster General. Yeah, every day around ten ish, uh, before lunch. I, you yeah. know, I hear the mail yeah. person. It's inconsistent, man. You it's it's inconsistent. I I can't rely on it. I mean, we don't really get nothing of, of any consequence. All the bills and everything is online and stuff, but still it is kind of one of those things of just checking the mail every day. It's kind of a Kind of a sign of being a grown up. You going you gonna mail in vote or you going to the polls? Oh, uh, I'm gonna mail in. I'm gonna mail in. Okay. Yeah, because it don't really matter out here, in California. So it's it's pretty much decided California who gonna who gonna win the state of California. <laughs> right, right. It matters like though. Would, it, no, no, no. A, it matters. Nah, because it don't. You, no, you still got to vote, matter. bro. I'm voting. I'm saying I'm voting, but I'm, I'm saying t- I'm saying if, I'm just I, saying if I was in Pennsylvania, it don't matter because everybody needs to vote. You're right. Everybody needs to vote. But I'm just saying if I was in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Florida, one of them states where it's close, you can go stand in line. Yeah, I'm standing in line. I want. Ma- I want. I'm asking for. Them, I'm asking for a receipt. I'm asking for a copy of my ballot. I want proof of purchase. I, I want a photo with it. I'm gonna make sure my thing is processed in one of those states, but. It is what it is. But yeah, everybody, if you ain't registered, register. If you can get your mail in ballot, because, you know, it's going to be crazy. Lines are going to be long. They shutting down polling places. But and if you do vote by mail, as soon as you get the ballot, mail it in. Right. Don't wait. If you if you vote by mail, and you get it October 3rd. Mail that junk October 4th. Yeah, because it might not get there in time. Yeah. And you and we wanted to have it counted elect before Election Day. So, yeah, if you voting by mail, get the ballot. Don't hold it for a week. Get the ballot, fill it out, put it in the mail. Same day. They said it's a potential not to even have the results until like months after the election. That's it's, It'll be like a couple of weeks. Cause like in California, we vote by mail. So usually it's not certified for like two weeks after after we vote by mail. But this time, that's what I'm saying. If we voting by mail this time, don't wait. Because you can postmark it to election day. Nah, soon as it, like soon as it arrives this time, I'm mailing it that day and I'm not putting it in the mail. I'm taking it to the post office. So schools have started opening back up in America. Around the country, uh, I ran into a friend of mine who's a uh, substitute teacher slash teacher. It's kind of weird because even though he's a substitute teacher, they still kind of got him on the clock because uh, they're trying to figure this thing out. So they started back on Monday, 
And he said basically the first three days have been everybody trying to figure out how to work Zoom. <laughs> he said it's really been. People they still really don't know how to work Zoom? He just said, man, it's just everybody trying to get online and figuring out and being like, yo, do this. Adjust your camera. Like, you can't do that. Like, keep it down. Make sure you're on mute. He basically said the first three days have just been basics. Like, okay, cool. Like, you working? All right, cool. Y'all can hear me? All right, cool. I oh you'll mute if you're not if you when you when you're not talking mute okay okay cool now do this he just said it's been it's been interesting he said basically the first three days have kind of been a waste no playbook hopefully. by now huh I said no playbook by now and he just said you know it's just he says the technology you know right, he said it's, right the kids aren't used to it he said a lot of the teachers he's he's probably in his thirties. But he said, you know, a lot of teachers in their 50s and 60s and just trying to get used to this technology has been has been an interesting adventure is the way he described it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And so uh, our kids in this area, well, everybody's largely uh, not everybody, but lots of uh, states and cities are virtual learning. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, At least around here, we are our kids go back, air quotes, to school. Right. Um, at the end of the month, I think the 31st is the first day. Okay. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that's going to go because I'm, uh, I'm up in here, daddy daycare pretty <laughs> much, uh, the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I told that was, that was one of my favorite memes at the start of this whole thing with one of the parents posted, tell the teachers, come get your damn kids. They ain't supposed to be here this damn long. Yeah. So yeah. CDC going to be mad at me. Cause I'm going in the office. I'm closing the door <laughs> and I, you know, I'm gonna hold them accountable for doing what they're supposed to do. Right. And just pray that the internet don't go out again. Yeah, man. We know, <laughs> we know what that is, man. We know what that is, but yeah, they had a, a student in Oklahoma knowingly attended classes with the coronavirus on the first day of school thinking it was safe to do so because he was asymptomatic. So he just went to school with the COVID. Like, Joe, I'm here. What up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Yeah. And he's just, he was a spreader at the school. Like, it was outbreak at the school because he just, for some reason, just didn't know, man. I I don't know how we've been talking about this job since March. Yeah, but that's the thing is now we got to depend on people to make good decisions. Right, like that Which was a, that was a, about. yeah the perfect opportunity. He you said he he knowingly he he knew he had the coronavirus, right? Yeah, but he just said he was asymptomatic, so he didn't he didn't th- he he didn't, he didn't think, think that he you could spread it because he was asymptomatic. <sighs> Man, yeah, we've been talking so, about yeah. this for yeah, what, five months now. Yeah, I just I, I don't April, know May June July five months August. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man, I, you know, I hadn't heard of, like, was he like, oh, I hadn't heard about that. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't know. I think he was elementary school kid, so it maybe not necessarily his fault. It's maybe the parents' well, fault. Well, pa- that was my question. How did the parents let him go to school like that? I don't know, man. And then uh, UNC Chapel Hill opened campus last week. But one week into the semester, they're Shut transitioning down. all undergraduate classes to fully online, effective today. Shut it down. Michigan State has decided to go back to remote learning. Notre Dame, which had opened classes, has canceled classes for two weeks, but decided not to send his kids home. So UNC Chapel Hill is an ACC, and uh, they're sending the kids home, but the football team is still going to be on campus playing. 
Notre Dame has canceled classes for two weeks and their football team is still practicing and playing. The, the coach of UNC Chapel Hill, Mac Brown, actually said the secret part out loud the other day. He said, well, actually, it's actually better for us that the other college kids aren't on campus. Because he's like, they're the ones who are going to spread it and we're not testing them. But these football players who aren't getting paid, like, yeah, as long as we just got them on campus, we good. Everybody else, he's like, yeah, we can send them home because, yeah, we can send them home. But the football players, they get to stay. Right. Quiet. He said the quiet part out loud. But they ain't getting paid. They can't get paid either. Nah. So basically, like, yeah, y'all, y'all's getting your education. Y'all can leave. But the football team, nah, y'all got to stay. Get that bag for us. Yeah, that is crazy. He just like I say, he said the quiet part out. But I, I just don't. I mean, thinking back to my college days, I just don't know how any college is going to prevent outbreaks. I mean, I've seen the pictures. I just, I can't imagine telling twenty year old me, like, "Yo, you're back on campus." First of all, we got, we got we left early. We left in March, and you've been home at your parents' house more than likely for the last five months, losing your damn mind. Oh yeah, and now you back on campus, and they like, yo, y'all got socially distance and wear a mask, and like, you like, yeah, man, right. y'all better get out my damn face. And, and look, get this: uh, chances are you don't have any like underlying health issues, right? So you already did the research. Like, there's a a one in like one million chance that right. I can get affected by this and die, right? Right. So you're like, man, I'm about to take my chance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they have they, they having a they having a party with yeah. a keg? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm nah, take I'm, my I'm chance. pull up on that job. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking my chances because all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just be down for like a week. I'm gonna be good. Right. Yeah, the, the thing is they saying that the recent studies found that the biggest spreaders of the virus now are 20, 30, 40, and early 50 year olds. They're not having because it's just like you said, I mean, they're just they're spreading it, but they're asymptomatic. Right. Twenties and thirty year olds, they're not they're not having a lot of the issues. But again, we don't really know the long term effects. But yes, yeah, it'd be very hard to tell college anybody. That's why you almost have to protect them. You have to protect them from themselves. Because if you let them back over campus, like there's no way they're not going to be hanging out and partying. Like it's just college isn't, you know, your dorm room is not meant to be in your dorm. Your dorm room ain't that big. Most right. dorm rooms aren't that big. Like That's you're right. not trying to be trapped in your oh, I'm just gonna be here with my roommate online studying eight hours, eight hours a day of classes online and I'm on campus. No, no way that's happening, man. But I, I need you to take care of yourself because we need that football back, man. So <laughs> just make sure you wear your mask. If you don't wear your mask, I'm gonna you getting kicked out of school. Yeah. Because uh, we need our the, football back. College football players and coaches at Alabama and Auburn are begging fellow students on campus to follow the rules. Otherwise, they know football will be canceled. Because there were some pictures of, like, Alabama with a head coach of Alabama and his daughter were like, yo, man, y'all are wilding. Like, do y'all want to see us play football? Like, why are y'all – what are y'all doing? So, and they just know, man. They they, they can't be – you can't you can't trust them. You can't trust college kids to make the right decision. And I'm not blaming them because I know I wouldn't have made the right decision. But the irony of the whole thing, though, right? It's okay to mask up. It's okay right. to say socially distance, right? To save college football, right? But I'm trying to save your mother, my mother, right? Your grandmother, my grandmother. Yeah, they can't. Now, nah, no, no explanation for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
but right. but it's a problem now it's about my rights now right listen but, the, uh the uh, was it the governor of mississippi just last week was like yo wear a mask and you know why he said wear a mask why is that he said wear a mask so we can have college football yeah he, he didn't say wear a mask to save, save nobody's life. life he said wear a mask we need y'all to he they he just implemented the statewide mask mandate and it literally was led by so we can have college football in the fall and i and listen i understand like those you know we talked about this before is so many of those towns and communities like if you ain't got no football in starkville mississippi like not only is that the whole the not only is the university losing money but that whole town loses money so i understand but i just wish they would have they would have thought about that in march we would we wouldn't be where we are today Take it rough. Whoa. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. So out here in California, Uber and Lyft could potentially shut down actually this Friday because of a law passed called Assembly Bill 5. This was designed to make uh, delivery drivers, uh, Uber and Lyft drivers and delivery drivers Uber Eats, et cetera, Postmates, make them employer employees instead of independent contractors. Uh, the Uber and Lyft basically argue that they are tech platforms, not transportation businesses. And their argument is, as employees, people would have to work set schedules and shifts and would not be able to work multiple apps. Uh, this has all always been a thing with things like Uber and Lyft is that obviously people get paid and they love it because they can depict their own hours. They can, I think you now can get paid pretty much instantly. So if you drive somebody, you can pretty much cash out instantly. And again, it allows you freedom to pick your own schedule. Uh, problem with that is there was a research that I saw that actually showed that the average Lyft driver with, you know, drive time, gas, you know, which they don't, you know, reimburse them for, maintenance to your car, the average Lyft driver actually really only takes about $10 an hour, which is below minimum wage in California. I don't know where it is out East coast, but minimum wage in California is now 1450. I think it's $15. Okay. Yeah. Some states, some states still like seven, some states it's still like $7. I want to say 11 or 15. I'm about to look that up real quick. Keep talking. But yeah, so that's, that's really the big issue is, if they make them employees, uh, these companies don't want the responsibility of them being employees. Man, look, $10 and 10 cents. Okay. In Maryland. I thought it was higher. $7 and 25 cents in Virginia. Yep. Um, Oh, they're going to raise the minimum wage in Maryland to $11 an hour. They raised it to $11 an hour. Okay. Then in, oh, wow. Most states are below like 10. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wow. Like I see like Jersey is $10 an hour. That's in, their cost of living is high. Massachusetts, $12 an hour. Interesting. Now I'm going to go and look up all these things. I want to see this. (laughs) I don't know how. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
So we'll so we'll see. But like I said, they uh, Uber and Lyft are trying to support California Proposition Twenty Two, which will be voted on in the election. This proposition will protect the ability of rideshare and delivery drivers to work independent contractors, while also providing drivers with new benefits and protections, including minimum earnings, mileage reimbursement, and a health care subsidy. Is this is what Lyft is saying? This proposal they're trying to make. So basically, it's like they don't want. If they hire you as an independent contractor, they just, you know, 1099 you, they don't have any tax responsibilities yeah. and they basically don't want to have any liability on you. So, I mean, that's what they're saying. We're just a tech platform, which allows you to work, but we're not actually the people that employ you, which is weird to me because they are the ones who actually send you your money, though. Um, yeah, yeah, but they send you your money, but like they're saying, they feel like they're an independent contractor. Right. So I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong, but I kind of get um, that little loophole that they're trying to break through. Right. Being the quote unquote tech company, because everybody has to go through our portal and our app mm-hmm. to get this particular ride. And then you're an independent contractor that's responsible for everything, like a broker or an agent of a ride. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, And we shouldn't be responsible for, uh, you know, for paying taxes and, giving you benefits and such. I can see why they would say that. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I, I know somebody worked uh, for both of them, Uber and Lyft. See, the problem for me is the gig industry, which is, you know, it's a gift and a curse of the gig industry because it does give people the freedom. Uh, it does give people the freedom to just get a job. I mean, you know, they do a background check and basic background check, but, my thing in the beginning when Uber and Lyft first started was I wasn't really comfortable with it because I didn't feel like they did enough of a background check. Oh, yeah. And it's basically anybody, you know, you are. It, it is crazy when you think about it that you re- that we have gotten to the point that we just randomly get in the cars of strangers. Yeah, with strangers. And they get to come to your house. So, right. All right. So what happens? <laughs> my whole thing, I always hated about it. Right. Because um, when I first started taking Uber, mm-hmm. I would get them to drop me off like. Couple a a couple over. houses over. Yeah, I do. That. I used to do that too. Yeah, a couple I houses. Would, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put my actual address. Yeah. I would put like something two else. doors down address. Yeah. I always did that, but then I started to guess get lazy. Like basically, like I ain't. I'm just whatever. Right. But think about it. Disgruntled Uber driver. Right. Quits. Not doing Uber anymore. They remember where I live, where they dropped me off. Right. They like what they see or whatever it might be. Right. And catch me slipping. Like, you know, that's a bad situation for us. Yeah. Like, so I've always been scared of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I hear, uh, you know, I, I know what they're saying. They're saying it's secure because basically your credit card information is on there and it's tied to your address and your driver's license and such. Right. So they know who's getting in and out of the car at any time. But, uh, um, I've I've always worried about that, like basically somebody going rogue and uh, and, 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 and taking, you know, uh, just take making a bad decision and, and doing some harm to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, it's definitely. I mean, I know like one of my things, big things during the, the pandemic uh, was that when this thing first started, you know, people were like, nah, I, I wanted to go and support local businesses, restaurants that were shut down and do takeout. 
And one of the things that I realized was I'm only going to pick up the food myself because the thing that I noticed about like these, you know, Postmates and those kind of things, there's a background check, but there's really no quality control about the person's picking up your food, right? Yeah. Like this person just signs into the app and then they go pick up your food. Like you don't know if they've had a COVID test. Or pick you don't know nose. anything about this person. <laughs> right. You don't know anything about this person. So I, I realized once ass. COVID started, yeah, I'm only going to pick up my food myself now because, again, I just I, I, I went to a restaurant. And I saw a dude that was just like, just looked dirty. And I was just like, and they was like, yeah, he was like, he was waiting for somebody's Uber Eats. And I was just like, I, I just don't know, man. Like, you he had a mask on. by his cover, man. He might have been the cleanest fellow you ever... Might have been, but it just... Like I said, I just realized... I, I feel like at the restaurant, if you got the if you got that Rona at the restaurant, the manager's probably going to send you home because he doesn't... Or she doesn't want the Rona to spread at the restaurant. But the person that just picks up from Uber Eats, there's nobody checking that person every day. They just sign in and get the assignment and go pick it up from the restaurant. There's no check on that person. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're absolutely right. So getting to the business piece though, that's going to be tough, man. Like right. with, I, I read they have 50,000 um, drivers in California. And that's it. I figured it'd be more than that. 50,000. Yeah. They got to hire all those people yeah. uh, in a day, two days, mm-hmm. right? By Friday, yeah, you yeah, said, by right? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Onboard 50,000 people. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're going to, what they're going to come up with. Cause I mean, in California, man, if they, if they ain't no Uber and Lyft, they, it, it's going to be damn near lockdown again out here. It's so many, it's so many people out here in California that don't have cars. Y'all still taking the Uber and Lyft like in the pandemic? Uh, like, I don't would you do I've, what I do, what would I take Uber and yeah. Lyft now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's not true. I did. I took it. I had to take my car to the shop and get uh I got I got some new tires. So I did I got I got the lift to and from. You got but the yeah, Michelin, I mean, I was, Michelin I was, tires? <laughs> I you know it's funny because we was talking about that. I, I we was talking today. I said, let me look and see. I said, I hope I got some Goodyear tires. But yeah, I took it. I mean, but you know, I had a mask and the driver had a mask on, so I you know, I didn't feel uncomfortable, but yeah, but now nah, if they if they don't have Uber and Lyft in California, they it's so many people out here in California. And I know, especially like in, in New York, even more, but in California, like now I don't have a car no more. I just, I just Uber and Lyft everywhere. So if that junk shut down, that's, that's going to be some more devastation to the economy already what's going on in the pan. And just a lot of people who, like you said, man, like, I mean, it's great that that's a job that people can just, you literally can just sign up and just, you can start driving the next day. Yeah. And you can and you can make as much money. I mean, they do have rules. You can only drive a certain number of hours, but you can literally be like, I need to make two hundred dollars a day, and you can try to drive just for to get your two hundred dollars and be done for the be day. So, it. yeah, it's gonna be tough on them, them as a business. I couldn't imagine how much money that's gonna cost <laughs> several million dollars over the next two days yeah. that they might have had in their reserve account. <laughs> Right. That they now have to spend to uh, to add these, you know, these 50,000 employees. But they waited to the last minute. They didn't know about this for a while. I think yeah. they were hoping. They were hoping and they still hoping that people overturn. are going to be like, yeah, yeah or, or at least delay it until this new election in November. Because, again, like you said, I mean, the thought of that shutting down on, on this weekend is, again, it'd be, it'd be devastating to the California economy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I, uh. 
Yeah, and I feel badly though too on the on the flip side. So now you feel badly for the drivers who are dependent upon you know on getting this right. money. Yeah, they stuck in the middle. Yeah, they're probably like, look, I'll drive for whoever. Right, like right. contractor versus employee. You know, mm-hmm. I just you know I just need like you said I just need to make my two hundred dollars a day. Right. So now if they have to shut this whole thing down, then you know we get in an even worse situation with job loss. Right. Or lack of income, so to speak, because I guess is it technically a job? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. It is, but um. They get into a bad situation where they they can't get get wages now. Yeah. If this gets turned down, man, it's always something. Yeah, it's always something, man. So I hope they figure it out this week, man, because that's that's gonna be crazy. Mm. You ready for your Wellington Park? Yeah, I got, I got a couple tonight. You got a couple? I got a couple. Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. Yo. So the first Wellington Park this week goes to myself. Man, I don't remember being no damn Kamala Harris, man. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> hey, he he called me. He was sizing that Joe. He was like, man, remember when Kamala and her husband was backstage? And I was like, nah. He was like, you don't remember that day was back there? We was hanging out with him. I don't remember that junk at all, but that's I'm something you it. will remember. I know, I know, I know. How could like, you yeah. forget that? I mean, because how long ago was this? This was 18. Okay, 17 so or 18. Two, three years. Call it four years right. ago. No, nah, it definitely wasn't that far. It, it, it would have been two or three years ago. But I'm saying she's been a public figure for a while, right? Right, right. So you would have remembered that he you hung swears, out with her. He swears I was there, though. He was like, you was dead. We was all back there talking to him. I don't remember that junk at all. But because he said oh, it happened. Oh, you were working, though, you, you know, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because he said it happened, I'm sizing it. But, yeah, I, I get to Wellington Park because I don't I don't remember that. I'm telling the story like I do remember, but I don't remember. I knew it. That's why I challenged you. I knew it. <laughs> oh, I knew oh, it. Talking about I hung out with Kamala and that's your, that's your BFF now all of a sudden. I don't remember that joke at all, but I'm I'm taking it to the grade. We hung out backstage. What up, Kamala? What up, Doug? We was in the building. All right. What's your so, other one? So the next one goes to uh, John Falk. Uh, he is the uh, play-by-play announcer for the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, he was watching basketball the other night. He tweeted, shot making in this jazz niggas game is awesome. It- Murray and Mitchell going back and forth with a game. So uh, I'll repeat first sentence. Shot making in this jazz niggas game is awesome. <laughs> so it was the jazz and the nuggets. So of course he came out and said, uh, "Spell check." I mean, auto, uh, auto, auto, auto spell. Auto, auto, yeah, spell. auto spell. So, uh, yeah, uh, I did I, a little oh, no. bit. Of, uh, How can auto spell take? I did. I did. Uh, I did a little spelling uh, research today on my phone, and I uh, tried to type nuggets a couple of times, and I typed it with an N, N I instead of N U. Uh, yeah, and it didn't go. To, it didn't. It didn't go to niggas. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Man. But, but, however, if you are used to typing it? Then it might come up. Then it'll come up if you typed it several times and it starts to 
that artificial intelligence starts to feel out kind of what you what you used to typing. Right. But see, the thing is, is even something like that, because I don't use that word a lot, but sometimes I will type it like. But even then, it still won't it won't put that word in there. You have to actually type that word out. Yeah, your phone will not just put that word in there. You actually have to type that out. So he tweeted that. Yeah, he tweeted that, and then he got busted. And he was like, "No, no, 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 it wasn't." No, he's like, "I was," you know, obviously it was the the Nuggets, but like you said to me, that means that your phone knows that you've used that word yeah. before because it immediately went to that bad. How can you be like that's that stupid, and then just yeah. like keep it to yourself, man? Like, how are you gonna type that on Twitter? Well, like I said, he obviously didn't mean to, but just what you mean he didn't mean juice, to. He didn't mean to say he didn't mean to say that he was. It just came up because that's the word he probably uses too much in his damn conversation. I know, but he still lied though. Oh, of course he lied. Well, you know, you're not gonna come out and say, "Yeah, I mean, I I type that word every day to my boys." Yeah, he wasn't gonna say that. Yeah. Jeez, man. So I got, I got one more, one more. Yeah. So uh, a video came out this week of uh, the uh, general manager of uh, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, black guy after they won the title last year when they beat the uh, Golden State Warriors, he was trying to get onto the court, and uh, a police officer tried to charge him with a battery of a police officer uh, because they said he attacked them trying to get on the court. But there's a videotape, and the tape came out this week, and it clearly showed him trying to walk on the court. And showing the guy his badge who gave yep. him permission to get on the court. Mm-hmm. And the guy pushed him. And he was like, kind of, the guy kind of reacted like, why you push me? And then he pushed him again. And then he finally, his reaction was like, kind of like, get off me. But uh, yeah, they had filed a lawsuit against him trying to say that he provoked the attack. So this tape came out. And the Alameda County Sheriff doubled down today with the tape and said, don't believe what the media is reporting. And people like the media, we've all seen the tape. Like your guy was the guy that provoked this whole situation. So I get to Wellington Park. John Fox gets to Wellington Park. And the Alameda County Sheriff get to Wellington Park this week. You got the big Wellington Park, though. Shout out Kamala and Doug. We was hanging out backstage. We we know what it is. Tripping. (laughs) So take us away. All right, I'm going to add a new one tonight. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Please be a problem solver, not a problem finder. Okay. People want to people want to be around you if you're a problem solver. We don't want to be around problem finders. If you can't take care of your family in life, take care of them in death. Get you some life insurance. Relationships. DNA. You better have a plan. Pull up and murder cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.